0: Listening
1: to Tutter
2: Nation Pro Football Podcast. Yo, 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 what's going on? This is Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. My name is Troy. Um, this is this is actually the first time we've ever done it like this, fully, right? We've had some people remote in the past, but this is the first time that we're all remote.
1: I think this is the first time that yeah all three people have been remote. We've done it where two of us are in studio and one is remote, but this is the first three uh person remote uh recording.
2: But now we got it to where we can just uh we can all record, we can all send it in, so it should still sound great for you guys at home. Um if it sounds great just go ahead and uh give us a review, you know? Give us a review. Mm-hmm. We loved the uh the recording. Five stars. Um send us your money. Uh, but hey, my name's Troy. Troy, uh, Papa Tud, not King Tud anymore, but we'll talk about that a little later, uh, a little dethroned action. Oh, we got Noah, the genius what young up? in the house. And we got Father Alvarez as well, straight from the monastery. Just call me Takes McGee. <laughs> takes <laughs> McGee, Takes McGee. Uh yeah, yeah. So we do a couple different things here on Tutter Nation. We do uh Give Me a Take. Um that was that was our first segment we ever did. Right?
1: I think yeah, so. yeah that was the very first.
2: I think that's the very first segment that Tutter Nation ever created was Give Me a Take. I remember when you pitched um, it. Um <laughs> Yeah. And then we have our uh Tutter and Shudder, which which crowns uh well Give Me a Take crowns you takes McGee, which is it sounds underwhelming, but it's actually the, one of the best ones to get because it's the first <laughs> segment. It's our, it's, our, it's our staple. It's um, the one King, everyone wants to be, honestly. It is. It is. It really is. Uh, King Tud is uh, the winner of our Tutters and Shudders for the year. So that one's, uh, that one's coveted. That one, that one, I think, is the one where you have to put in the most groundwork. Mm-hmm. Um, Takes McGee is more uh, luck, if anything.
1: Yeah, I think you kind of have, you have to kind of know a little bit about what could happen. You have to know like what, I guess you have to know what couldn't happen and then pretty much everything else. It's like, if this could happen, I'm just going to take a stab at it and see if it lands. I think Troy's just
0: saying it's luck because he
2: didn't get it. And so (laughs) for me, it's all strategy. (laughs) You know, coming from a, uh, yeah, someone who came up uh, empty in the awards, um, For the season as King Tud You know maybe it was one of those situations Where I was too comfortable with the crown on my head uh, At the time Um, But hey I was runner up in every category So You were close Best all around You know Mr. Utility Yeah, Yeah
1: and you were top three in fantasy too
2: Top three in fantasy Second in takes McGee Second in the King Tud race What's the other one we have? Oh yeah, the Lord of the leagues Lord of Third League. and Lord of the leagues, man that's just saying that's pretty elite but pretty elite.
1: but this year you didn't come up empty-handed. you got the biggest trophy of them all
2: That's facts. I got the one that uh, that I've been waiting for my whole life, and uh yeah, no the Rams won the Super Bowl. We haven't even talked about that yet, which is crazy. um but man, yeah, what we- uh what a game. What a game. Yeah. What a season. Um I was talking about this earlier. I'm sure I was talking about it with you guys at some point, but the Rams had the perfect like what happened? It's so hard to win a Super Bowl. Um what the Rams did to get to where they're at, I think everyone was saying, "Hey, it's it's, you know, they either got to win it. It's like go all in mode. They they went all in. They got to win it or they're done, right?" Um and then we won it. You know what I mean? So for me it's like okay, no matter what happens now, even if the Rams go on a which I don't think they will. I think they'll still be good this next year. I don't know how what the draft, you know, is going to look like for them in, in the next couple of years, but regardless what McVay and Les Snead did with the team worked. They got their Super Bowl and no one will be able to make Rams jokes about giving away all their picks cuz it worked.
0: Yeah, Les Need really went all in on that. What did what did his shirt say? FM F picks. picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wore his entire strategy on his shirt right there at the Super Bowl <laughs> parade. I think they've got what like like one sixth round pick this year or
2: something like that. Like, <laughs> no, it's 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 not even that bad. Like, they don't have a first round pick I think until twenty twenty five, but it's already twenty twenty two. Like, who, who you know. What and here's the thing, here's here's what I don't know if, if they're completely off base on. They've locked up everyone that they've brought over. You know what I mean? So it's not like they're I mean, besides the guys like uh Von Miller or whatever, they you know, they kinda traded for him. But I think they're gonna lock up OBJ, and they didn't even trade picks for him, they just kinda signed him. I think they're gonna sign him. They've locked up Jalen Ramsey, they've locked up um Floyd, who they traded away for some picks. They locked up Stafford for the next couple of years. So I just I feel like their picks are they thought they had value in trading for those guys and I think all of those guys they've traded for have fixed the Rams. Like the Rams were the team yeah. that was like good but couldn't get there. Then they started doing this whole thing where they're, you know, trading for the the now and we went to the Super Bowl with Goff with the first time around when we got like Nug uh and uh Peters and Akeeb Talib. Like we tried it once. We tried to do it now and we got to Super Bowl and we lost. There was a couple years in there in between where it was like kind of going back to reality Rams and then we did it again and we went all back in again. And everyone's like, Hey, they've they've given too much of the future. And I'm just like, maybe maybe not though, you know? Like these guys yeah. that they've gotten are so they're still elite. The fact that they came back like they they weren't
0: in the Super Bowl too long ago, you know? It was only a few years ago that they were in the Super Bowl and then and they got there by trading away their future. But then skip forward what four or five years, whatever it was, they're back in the Super Bowl when
2: the Cowboys haven't been there since 25 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> t- exactly. All these teams that whatever. have all these picks you know, the, I'm sure the, the Jaguar. How many? I wonder how many first round picks the Jaguars have had over the last 20 years. How many first round picks, yeah. you know, have the Browns had? How many top 10, how many top five picks have the Browns had? And the Browns still the Browns. And the Jag, I mean, the Browns are a little bit better than the Browns, but <laughs> the Jaguars, you know, the, uh, w- what I'm Not trying to say to is first round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Browns first still round the Browns for him. Can only do well if you pick a, uh, a person that's elite and it's just crazy that out of the 32 guys that get picked in the first round I would say probably 10 of them deserve to be there
1: yeah and I would have to say like I know the whole Rams thing is like F them picks and that's that's like you know all fun and stuff but I kind of think like I, I think that we are undervaluing the Rams draft picks that they actually have used like I'm pretty they, they drafted cup right
2: yeah we drafted cup in the third round yeah
1: and Cam Akers third round right Yep. Like,
2: uh, Cam Akers might have been second round, um, but Van Jefferson was third round. Yeah. Cup uh, was third round. You know, it's like... It's almost like
1: they're saying F. Jared Goff, not the other <laughs> fix that they that they utilized.
2: Honestly, dude, the last couple times the Rams picked number one, we picked number one, we got Jared Goff. The time before that, we picked number one, we got Sam Bradford. Both the quarterbacks of the future, both out very quickly from <laughs> from the squad. So um yeah I think it's hard I mean you look at the past number ones like Trevor Lawrence I think the jury's still out on I think he will be good but like it's kind of still out you yeah. know what is he gonna be you look at Baker Mayfield you look at Kyler Murray you look at all these guys who look like the shoe in they're the number one pick I mean then you you know you got Justin Herbert who went number 10 Tua went before him all these guys and you, you know so you miss like people miss so many times on the guys you're supposed to take Russell Wilson which we'll get to in a second he uh what round was he drafted in? 4? Third round, I believe. I think third, right? Third round? Still. It's like it's it's crazy to me Tom Brady he drafted in <clears throat> Same thing in the with the 6th uh, round.
0: Yeah. Dak Prescott also drafted in the third round. So like, yeah. The the third what? round I feel like is where a lot of
2: a lot of great players wind up falling to. Yeah, I mean, what Peyton Manning got got picked second, not first, right? Ryan Leaf got picked before Peyton Manning. And uh yeah, great that's pick. never got to uh <laughs> been able to be lived down I don't think yeah hey Michael Jordan got picked third all right so you you know you you go into all this like hey picks are so important and they are they they help build for the future they help get you those guys like an Aaron Donald who is that guy who we picked I think he was our third pick in the drafter you know something like that so you ha- to to get those guys to lock them up long term you do need draft picks like you wouldn't have Aaron Donald if you didn't have that high draft pick I get it but you wouldn't have Jalen Ramsey without trading those two picks away. And I don't think we would have picked any cornerback as good as Jalen Ramsey with those two picks that are already gone. Like those Jalen Ramsey picks are already passed. And I don't know anyone, any cornerback that's been drafted the last two years. That's Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, no, like it's, it's not, I don't know.
0: I think we'll see over the next few years too, because there was a number one overall draft pick in the Super Bowl. He was just over on the Bengals. And, uh, you know, they, they, they lost, but I think everyone's asking, okay, are the Bengals going to make it back, you know, cause they've got a young team, they've got a young core. And so they're set up for success, but I don't know. I've been hearing a lot of people talk about the Bengals were one and done. So I don't know what you guys think about that. It was,
1: I mean, also it was number one pick versus number one pick, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, with, like, 13 years in between. <laughs> <laughs> but, both,
1: I mean, I, I think that's pretty crazy, like, th- thinking about how actually hard it is and how rare it is that the first overall pick, especially if it's a quarterback, actually pans out. I can really only think of, like, a couple. I think, um, was it was it Joe Montana maybe was one of those that was first overall, and, and he actually turned out to be pretty good. But for the most part, first, first overall QBs usually struggle quite a bit. I mean, it's because the... I
2: mean, Andrew Luck, I think, was picked first overall, and he had a pretty good... But I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe not. He was out of the league pretty pretty early, and he never won yeah. anything. But I think the problem is you go to a team, if you're the first overall pick, that's trash. Because they just were trash, and they're trash. Like, that's why they were <laughs> able to pick you. So it's almost better to be a Mac Jones, mm-hmm. who didn't get picked overall and went to a good system. He had the, I mean, that was my best take of the year, right? That he would have more wins than all the other rookies combined. And he did. And it's because he was on the system that he was supposed to be in. And like, if he was as good as Trevor Lawrence, he would have been on the Jaguars. He would have lost, you know, seven, 16 games that year. So it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, it's almost better to be a middle of the road quarterback that can develop into something great. In the beginning, like coming out of college, if you're the guy coming out of college, you're going to struggle for your rookie contract. And it might, you might struggle so hard, aka Andrew Luck, that you're out of the league by the time that you're supposed to sign something else. I don't know.
0: Yeah, man. The, I mean, the Super Bowl was crazy though. There was like a ton of uh, other stuff going on with it. You know, we talked about this the fact that, man, back to back years after 50 plus years of this not happening, the, home team plays in the super bowl. Right. Yeah. Crazy. So the
2: Cardinals have to keep it up this year.
0: Yeah. Not only do they play in the super bowl, but they win the super bowl. So a lot of pressure on the cards, right? Right. That is
2: crazy. Yeah. No, I I think, yeah, it was just perfect. I've, you know, like I said, I've been a Rams fan my whole life. Um, we were so close in 2018 Then we got, we, it was just a bad, it was a, it was a, a boring, bad game. Um, this game wasn't boring. It was fun. The Rams were behind the majority of the game um <clears throat> yeah were you nervous and, at all that's the thing at I any really point wasn't. were you like no I really was I think right after what was it coming it um out of the halftime coming into third quarter when they got that huge long play to uh Higgins on that touchdown that was a uh face mask or whatever um and then the next play was an interception and they got it you know coming back again I think at that moment I was like uh-oh is this the moment that we you know, unravel, but when we held them to the field goal there, I felt like we are going to win again. Like there's like certain moments. I think that was one of the moments is you have that touchdown that, you know, 75 yard touchdown that was just a huge play. They couldn't do anything all game on us offensively until that play. Um, And then the next like couple plays on their defense, they get the pick. They take it back. They only have like 20 yards to go score and we hold them to a field goal. That was one of the moments that I was like, okay, like we're going to win this game
1: yeah
0: for sure yeah for me for me i saw uh when joe burrow got hurt honestly i i started i started just getting flashbacks to the national championship game when he was playing for lsu and he got hurt and then he goes out for a play and then he comes back and he's just like a different type of qb and so i was i was worried for the rams for a second there i was like you know what a lot of people might see him getting hurt as oh the rams are gonna lock it up but i saw it and i was like ooh. They just they just woke Joe burrow up and he he came back and he played decent but yeah not not enough the Rams are the Rams are a super good
2: team right now man
0: they, they deserved it for sure
2: yeah no it I it was it was awesome I'm still on cloud 9 I feel like I will be for it's just one of those things where like I it, it really makes me hate hate Patriots fans even more because of how many times they've won in their lifetime and like they just it's like they take it for granted you know because like this whole time I haven't got one and I finally get one. Um, and it's just like, it's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, they felt that like 10 times. And I mean, not even to mention if you're a Boston fan, you've had the Celtics in there. You've had the Boston Bruins in there. You've had the Patriots in there. You've had the Red Sox in there numerous times. And in, 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 if you're a, you know, 25 year old, 26 year old Red Sox fan or a Boston fan, like you've had so much winning. Um, I'm sick of them. So if you're a fan and you're you're out there and you're listening to this right now, just know I'm sick of you. And uh I'm glad that you didn't win this year, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a crazy a crazy it's so hard to win the Super Bowl. It's amazing that the Patriots did it so many times, you know, so we gotta give them props where where it's due. But yeah, I was thinking about this because Christian and I as as Seahawks and Chiefs fans, we experienced Super Bowl. Obviously, we were plenty old enough to really appreciate it. But the first time the Rams won the Super Bowl, Troy, you were quite a bit younger. I know that that's one of your earliest football memories, right?
2: Yeah, no, for sure. That That's like the first time I remember watching football was at the Super Bowl party uh, in 1999 um, when the Rams won. Greatest show on turf. And so that was like, from that point, my dad was a Rams fan at that game. I remember just rooting for the Rams then. Um, they won the Super Bowl. It was exciting. I was like, hey, this is my team. And ever since that moment, I mean, we went back a couple years later and lost. I remember that, too. I remember crying uh, at that game. And I didn't even, you know, at that time, I was, like, I don't know, five <laughs> years old, six years old. And I was, like, so sad. Um, But, yeah, since that time, like, we just hadn't been back till 20. I mean, and there were some 2 and 14 years. There were some, you know, we were on some 0 and 16 watches there. And, you know, just such a bad team with all these different quarterbacks. Austin, uh, Austin Davis was our quarterback for a couple years there. Like no one even knows who Austin Davis is. You know, I can go down the list of all these quarterbacks no one's ever heard of before that was our guy. You know, <laughs> going to be taking us to the promised land. So it was, it was a it was a long journey, man. Yeah, long journey. Yeah. I feel like it.
0: the I feel like the question that comes in after after your team wins the Super Bowl is, will they be back next year?
2: Yeah. Do you think we the Rams are going to be back? I think we're going to be in the playoffs. I don't think we're going to run it back just because, and you know, if I hope I'm wrong, obviously, just because no one's ran it back since what 2003, 2004, 2004. When the Patriots I think, yeah. did it, so it's just like all these great teams since then, no one runs it back. It's so hard to win. It's so it's incredibly hard. I think in football it might be the most like the hardest. You know, in basketball you can run it back because um, you just got that squad that's going to go out there and win. But in football, there's so much change year over year that even if the you know the quarterback and the receivers are the same linemen are changing in and out and your whole team is just different coaches are you know the rams lost three coaches to getting hired on different places this year that could totally change up the team so it's uh i say we're i say we're pretty dominant especially we're going to get in the T time but especially cuz because of the, where the seahawks are at right now Um, and I don't think the Niners are in a great spot unless they do something. And I don't think the Cardinals are in a great spot, really. Um, so I think we're going to win the NFC West. I think we'll be back in the playoffs. And hey, once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen, so... I hope we run it back. I just uh, it's too much.
1: I mean, it was yeah, obviously can't stand the Rams, but I'm happy for you and it's a fitting year. It's crazy NFL headquarters can just moved to SoFi. The Rams are playing in their home stadium, American Underdog just came out. The halftime show obviously is so LA. Just it kind of it just all fits so well, you know, especially the way that the Rams did it. So, it's you know, it's time that they won it, but uh but like you said, yeah, this it's going to be an interesting uh everything's changing. Everything's changing this off season. The Rams personnel has changed a ton, but that's kind of the least of the change in the NFL. So I guess that'll take us into our next segment.
2: Hello and welcome to Attention Tea Time.
1: Oh wait. <laughs> Christian's actually sipping on something. Oh <laughs> you. Is there stuff in there? They're actually sipping on real stuff. There's too
0: much in my drink. I'm not getting any noise coming out, <laughs> but you can hear the ice yeah. sloshing around. Um,
1: wait, Troy, yeah, how guys, many drinks? How many? How many drinks do you have over there?
2: <laughs> Troy just pulled out six I'm cups. Just, <laughs> guys, I have an issue. I have an issue. It's not uh, something I talk about proudly, but uh, I'm addicted to coffee. Um, but here's the thing, guys. Tea time this week. It is imported straight from the P N W, the Pacific Northwest, as they like to call it, um, and, or the ping oing, the ping yeah,
1: ping oing. Um,
2: but yeah, <laughs> it's a fish flavor. Well, I don't what know was that you've... noise? One more time. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that's P N W. The way that sounds when you. When you try to say that is, Noah as a
0: as a Seattle Seahawks fan, can you confirm that that is how you pronounce that?
1: I can absolutely confirm that that's how you uh, that's how you pronounce that. In fact, for a while, when I would go up to Pacific Northwest Northwest, I would I would ask people how long they lived in Seattle, and they didn't know what I was talking about because I didn't call it the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like uh, in in that one episode of
2: SpongeBob where they're going to like Glove World, and everyone goes down there like like there's. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just talking like farts That's <laughs> um, kind of up there You step off the plane for the first time You go to Seattle And everyone's just like pew-yung, pew-yung, pew-yung. That's the classic Seattle language right there <laughs> Yeah I'm like hey
1: where's the, uh, where's the first Starbucks Oh first you go to the And then you gotta transfer over And you go take the pew-yung. I don't know if you guys know this But there's this big body of water in Seattle like Kind of a whole area um, Called Puget Sound Puget Sound. And that's, it that's what the Puget Sound actually is. But they actually named the place <laughs> after it.
2: Okay. So the Puget Sound is actually... <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that's a history lesson with? for you guys. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> that was the tea time.
2: Um, yeah, that was tea time. No, but <laughs> seriously, uh, a couple of days ago, the Seattle Seahawks totally disheveled their team, their... Um, the lives of their fans um so it brings to question in one day they traded away russell wilson the guy for the last 10 years the one who brought them to their only super bowl win who brought them to uh their another super bowl that was that was going to be back to back you guys went back to back you won and then you went and you should have won yeah um and then you trade him away. You did get a boatload in return.
1: So, I mean, I'm not super happy about what we got, but I'm optimistic and I hope for are the best. But kind of as a, this, this trade actually affected all of us because it was definitely beneficial, I'd say, Troy, for you as a Rams fan, you know, getting Russell Wilson out of the NFC West. But Christian i I've now, been dreaming
2: about this day for a long, <laughs> long time. Um yeah, no, I literally have been a Russell Wilson hater since he was a rookie, since he was good. Yeah. Um and so he's like the magic man. He does he just does crazy stuff. I always say he's he's I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league year after year. This last year he was hurt a lot, um but the year before that he was one of the best too and you know, he's never gotten even a vote for MVP. We always, you know, that that's a thing that we talk yeah. about. But doesn't change how much he's – I mean, w- the only reason I hate him is because he's good. You know what I mean? The only reason I hate him is because he's the guy that always made gave me trouble. Totally, you know, to totally. To get past him. And it's just it's going to um, be a watching weird Watching him shift, playing yeah. other games, you know, even the games we're not playing. like they There's so many times the Seahawks should lose, and he just pulls a, a rabbit out of the hat again. And so having that guy off of the Seahawks for me – is exciting.
1: No, I totally Very get that. Exciting. That would be that. I think it would be how I would feel if Aaron Donald left the Rams. It would be like this guy who gives us trouble consistently every single game is gone, and it's gonna be yeah, like I said, a weird shift for me to get used to. Because I still feel like protective over him. I still feel like I want to defend the guy always. But I think that'll change as soon as we play him. Um, you know, now that he's in Denver um, and Christian, that'll be. He'll become your rival now. I'm so annoyed. I'm <laughs> yeah, so annoyed. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard your thoughts on this at all. I want, I want to hear what you, what you, what your reaction was.
0: Yeah, man. So uh, first off, I think the Seahawks actually won the trade. Um, I, I know that Russell Wilson is, you know, a big name and he's a great player. I think the Broncos are definitely going to get better because of him, but I think that the Seahawks got a heck of a lot from trading him away. I mean, no offense, a great tight end uh Shelby Harris you know he I don't think he's a big name but pl- having played against him in a bunch of games like the dude is a monster the guy's got arms that are like six feet long <laughs> like he just there's been so many passes that he just bats down from Patrick Mahomes and so uh, I'm kind of glad that you know we won't be playing against that guy anymore um but then you know two first round picks two second round picks um Granted we just talked about how worthless picks are but at the <laughs> end of the day like you never know you know um it'll be interesting to see who the Seahawks take and uh you know a few years down the road once all the picks are used up and we get to see which players they used those picks on we'll see who really won the trade um especially if the Broncos wind up making making the championship game or or missing it so we'll That's see how that too. goes when, but... when you
2: trade one of your best players for picks you have to assume, I think, that, I think you have to assume that they go, and at least deep in the playoffs. So, you got to know yeah. that pick's going to be a twenty-seven, <clears throat> you know, twenty-seven to thirty-two type pick. It's not going to be the ninth pick like it was this True. year, you know. So, I think you got to kind of uh, put that into things as well.
1: Totally. But then yeah. you look at like, I mean, look at like the Jamal Adams trade and the Jets kind of ha- probably thought the same thing. I know it was kind of, a, it was a really weird year, but I mean, Jets are getting a, a a decent, you know, place as far as, you know, where the Seahawks landed with the pick they gave them. Um, but at the same time, you know, you think about Russ had, I don't know if he had like a year or two left on his contract. And, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like, you have to look at it as, were we going to be any better if we kept Russ? next year? And the answer is maybe, but at the same time, we've had him for so many years and we just can't get past this point. So it's kind of like you have to, I guess, embrace a change. And while you can get something for him, trade him, I guess, um, you know, to, to make your team better instead of just losing him in free agency. And uh, I, I know that it, it's, you know, there's also the whole cap space thing. I'm just hoping we do something with that. And I don't want to just sit around with a bunch of empty cap space because we lost not only Russell Wilson, but following up on that was Bobby Wagner, which blew my mind too. And
2: that totally yeah. had to be a solely a cap space thing right yeah. there. Um, I know the Seahawks, you know, the Russell Wilson one, you could kind of see coming from the last couple of years that there was something going on with the way that he was handling it and the way the team was handling him. Bobby Wagner, there's never been any noise out there. You know, he's been like that strong Seahawk captain for the past 10 years. Yeah so they, that one they was, had to have
0: they had to have tried to trade him right and that just no one wanted that that cap
2: hit or what
1: i yeah I, yeah i would really, i would, yeah, I'm I would imagine
2: they would have had to try because they just cut him both, <laughs> yeah yeah both new at the very least get there, some picks there was
1: no warning on either of the either of these things like there was no there was no like i mean i heard that washington made like a huge you know a huge run at him and I guess that that wasn't enough and then the Broncos was, offer
2: was. Right before I you sent over the thing where that, that uh that he got traded to Denver, I saw on Instagram it was like some, you know, NFL account, some NFL uh, news account that was like Hey, after the Washington pick or uh trade fell through, it's pretty safe to say Russell Wilson will be a Seahawk next year and then like the next <laughs> thing that came out. Oh I was like oh this uh he should have waited a little bit longer before <laughs> posting this
1: one. Dude but, that's the thing there was no um, indication no, about Denver.
2: But that's the crazy thing is like this offseason so much movement has already happened. I mean and and lack of movement everyone was thinking that Aaron Rodgers was going to be gone and he signs back with the Seahawks. And I wonder if that I mean, had sorry, or, with the with the Packers. I wonder if
1: that had something to do with the Broncos making the offer they did once cuz it, it literally it was Rodgers and then the Wilson news came out and then Rogers didn't like that. He wasn't in the headlines anymore. So he tweeted out saying that, that all these rumors about his contract aren't accurate. And, and you know, that this saga wasn't over with him, but I wonder, and I'm sure that the timing of that had to do with Rogers staying in. Yeah, Monday.
2: no, I think so. 100%. I think, I think they would rather, I think the Denver would have rather have Rogers. I think anyone would have honestly, um, he was the MVP. Yeah. Two years in a row. So yeah. he's not, he's not slowing down. And, uh, but I think that they, I heard that they were working on this Wilson thing for a couple of weeks. Mm. So maybe they had it like in the back, you know, of their, they didn't know that yes. Washington was also working that corner. I, I don't know. But once right. that one fell through, maybe they were like, Hey, there's other teams out here that are trying to get Wilson as well. And then Roger just signed. They're like, Hey, let's just go forward with Wilson.
0: Um, it totally seemed like it was the Broncos' plan B. Like they wanted Rodgers so bad and as soon as the the news hit that Rodgers was staying with the Packers, oh, Broncos signed Wilson. <laughs> like <laughs> that was yeah. yeah. I feel like it was just super obvious that they were uh just needing whatever elite QB they could get their hands on yeah. and uh when Rodgers wasn't available, Wilson stepped up.
2: Yeah, no, I, I I just feel like not only the not only these quarterbacks um, that have kind of been going around, but or or not not only with with Rodgers and with uh, uh, Wilson, but also another huge thing that happened like right after that was Carson Wentz. Yeah, gets traded over from yeah. the Colts to the new. He's the first uh, quarterback of the Commanders. Um,
1: and <laughs> take, uh, command.
2: Hashtag, yeah, take command.
1: Uh, dude, hashtag command.
2: Carson the commie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's getting now. He's going to be there. I've heard that they still might draft a quarterback in the first round to like create like a QB controversy type thing. Mm -hmm. I think Heineke's still
1: there. I think I think Heineke's better than Wentz, but I don't know. That's I, I maybe just going off of last year. I would I would want Heineke over Wentz, but what what do you guys think about Wentz at the in the Commanders?
0: Yeah, Troy and I were talking about this before we started, but yeah, I think both of us were on the same page that. We'd rather have Heineke over Wentz, you know. Heineke's—I mean, Heineke took them to the playoffs two years ago and uh, almost beat the the Bucks, who went on to win the Super Bowl. I mean, they—that was the closest team to beating the Bucks that whole postseason, and it was led by t- Taylor Heineke. I mean, yeah. the guy was crushing I, it. So
2: I think Heineke is. If I had to, if I had to put both guys together, I think Wentz should have a higher Madden rating than Taylor Heineke. Um, but I also feel like it's not that big of a difference. They might be like a 72 to a 75 or something where the amount of money that they're going to... They're paying all $28 million of Carson Wentz contract. The commanders are. They took over the entire thing. I feel like they're, they can't be paying Taylor Heineke more than like $5 million. So that difference is huge. Taking on that much from another quarterback when you have a quarterback that might be a little worse but relatively on the same playing field at least right now that's kind of a crazy move to me and then to give away two picks in the process of that to what second rounders or third round I think it was two
1: third rounders yeah still that's crazy to me. do you guys have any quarterbacks that are out there obviously there's some good backups out there do you guys have any that you have in mind that you maybe if you were the GM of Washington maybe you would have tried to get before Wentz Like, you got like, I mean, you got like Minshew, you got Mariota, you got Tyler Huntley, you got some okay backers. Yeah, I, w- I
2: would say getting Mariota is the same as getting Wentz. I mean, you getting any of, and you wouldn't have had to pay him $28 million. That's, yeah. that's the thing to me is you could get any of those guys you just mentioned. It would be basically what you got for Carson Wentz. There's nothing special. I mean, Carson Wentz just went away from the perfect position for, it. we talked about it last year. I remember when he went over to the Colts, this is the perfect spot for him to go. He's with his offensive coordinator Frank Reich that took him to the you know when he was going and having that MVP season when they went on and he got hurt but they won the Super Bowl Carson Wentz went to the perfect team and they self destruct and and, he, and you look at his stat from last year I think he had like 26 27 touchdowns he had like seven interceptions so he had a pretty good you know touchdown interception ratio but you just walk if I think it's one of those things where stats you look at his stats it's like okay he actually was pretty good last year but when you watch him play the eye test just you're just like holy moly this guy is not that good at playing quarterback.
0: Yeah, when you take a look at the contract and everything um you know I feel like it was obviously the wrong move and uh especially when you could get Mar- Mariota for so much cheaper but you also got to take in consideration like what's the um What's the offensive strategy that they're trying to go with, you know? Because Mariota, he's a scrambling QB all day. And so if you're trying to go with a guy who's super mobile, like sign him. But uh, I don't know. Would you guys say that Carson Wentz is more like of an improviser or a pocket passer? I feel like I didn't get to watch him enough uh, in like live games outside of highlights. But
1: I, don't know. I kind of feel like Carson Wentz plays okay with a lead maybe, but I don't know beyond that. Like even like I would – I would want Jimmy G, I think, over Carson Wentz right now. Just looking at the difference between the two of them last year, um, I don't love Jimmy G, and I've heard rumors about Seattle looking at Yeah, that Seattle
2: might be fighting him, words.
1: I don't know if that's mean, It depends on what you're looking for. If they're looking for a game manager, Jimmy G is one of the best like game manager quarterbacks out there. Carson Wentz is kind of a wild card. When he plays well, he plays really well, but he also can lose the game for you.
0: I think I, if you're rocking with Jimmy G, you need a great running back room. And, I mean, Washington's running back room is pretty good. I don't know if I'd say that they're great, though. Antonio Gibson, he's a good running back. You got J.D. McKissick uh, catching passes out of the backfield. But, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely not on the level that the 49ers uh, committee is. So
1: Could Jimmy G land no, on I the mean it's just,
2: huh? it's just way too – What What's happening?
1: Oh, sorry. sorry. I was I was saying because you you mentioned that Jimmy G needs a good running back room. Would he be a good fit on the Colts then?
2: Oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, for sure. I think the Colts have a very similar uh, style to the Niners. Honestly, um, they want to run the dang ball. Remember that was their their motto a couple of yep. years ago: run the damn ball. Um, and that's what they do well. And when they get away from that, when they started putting the ball in Carson Wentz's hands, it started you know going south for them towards the end of the season. So Jimmy G might be, honestly, a perfect fit for the Colts, just someone to go in there, pass the ball 10 times a game, you know, have it. <laughs> I don't know if the receivers there are going to, like, because they have a nice little receiving core there too that, um, you know, are kind of fun to watch. It's it's interesting that they would trade away. They must really not, must have really knew that Wentz wasn't their guy because they traded him away with nobody. They don't have anyone, they don't have a really good, high draft pick to pick a quarterback it's like they don't really have a plan for this year I feel like right now they're kind of like we don't know what's gonna happen at quarterback and we're okay with that we'd rather we'd rather not know who our quarterback is right now than know it's Carson Wentz and that's kind of sad (laughs) yeah that was
0: the weirdest thing like with Sam Ellinger as as his backup, is he is he the guy? Are they gonna say, Hey, we like what we see in you, let's let's give you a shot or is there something going on behind the scenes, and this is just me speculating, but are they going after a guy like Deshaun Watson, you know?
2: Hey. They, I mean, they, they have to be doing something because, you you know, every once in a while you get the story where, oh, they traded for this guy. And you're like, but they already have this guy. Uh-oh, what's going to happen? And then you see the other guy leave. It's not very often that they send their guy prior to ever having a guy.
0: That's just weird. So who's their other guy? Who's the
2: Andrew Luck coming back? Who's the guy?
0: Honestly... Colts fans you would imagine, lose dude? their minds, dude. I would lose my mind.
2: If Andrew Luck came back, I might be a temporary Colts fan.
0: Would they become Super Bowl favorites if Andrew Luck comes back?
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, it depends on if he's, uh, if he's rusty or not. This reminds me a lot of like the Patriots quarterback situation prior to getting Cam Newton. Everyone was talking, is it Jared Stidham? What's their move going to be? There was some rumors of Cam Newton, but... Uh I mean the Colts have a you know there's there's some good like backups in the league that could that could fill in those roles. I think Jimmy G would maybe be the front runner for this position. I don't think they have a high draft pick. I don't know.
0: Colts got to get Gardner Minshew. That could work. They get if they get Gardner Minshew, I think they, I think they make the playoffs with Minshew.
2: Indianapolis is kind of that like American working man town, and Gardner Minshew is like an American working man. Dude, I love Gardner Minshew, and uh, you know he's got that mustache. I know that would be a perfect fit, honestly. They need a quarterback with jorts and a mullet. <laughs> they do. That would work well for them, uh, and. No, I just feel like there's a couple other names out there of quarterback. I actually read an article today from Spun, which I don't know. Spun sometimes is out there. But uh, they were saying that the number one quarterback they think for the Seahawks is Colin Kaepernick. Because of the fact that Kaepernick was the Seahawks were the only team to offer Kaepernick a workout when Kaepernick was trying to come back last time. Dude, and oh. so they were saying that, and and Pete Carroll, they took like a soundbite from Pete Carroll from after the workout. And he was basically said like, he's good enough to be a starting quarterback in the league, but we just don't have room for him right now. But now that they have room for him Dude. and Pete Carroll already said that, people are saying like, hey, that might be the move is Colin Kaepernick. And then today I looked at Colin Kaepernick's Twitter and he just posted a video, said still working. And he's showing... Him out on the football field throwing the football, so I'm like, "Hey, mm. I think right now Kaepernick is like." There's a couple vacancies. No,
0: how can... would you feel about that, dude? He was Kaepernick to the Seahawks.
1: I've when he was in the league, when he was the you know when he was at the top of his game back when it was like the Seattle Niners rivalry that I loved. By the way, he was. I've never disliked a player more than I disliked Colin Kaepernick. Anquan Bolden really <laughs> ticked me off too, just of his like. His just his attitude on the field, but that yep.
2: that Anquan Bolden, uh, 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 Richard Sherman feud in the end zone. Yeah, yeah,
1: Remember that dude. It's the, so those two were just they just ticked me off. Pretty much any Niners quarterback has gotten has gotten me upset. I I couldn't stand Jimmy G either, but um, yeah, Colin Kaepernick was always. It was like he and Russ had a rivalry. And I couldn't stand calling Kaepernick. One of my buddies in high school was a huge Niners fan, so we always went back and forth with that. I wouldn't be happy about it at all. I've I haven't heard that rumor yet, but I totally see what you're saying. I've heard the Deshaun Watson stuff because Seattle, because of the fact that Seattle looked at Kaepernick when he was kind of like a controversial figure in the league, and I mean, if they're looking at Kaepernick, gosh, I, I don't know. It's it, it would be hard to have that taste out of my mouth as 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 seeing him as like one of us. Cause I've always just he's been just public oh, enemy, um, but I mean yeah
2: no that would be difficult. I would uh, I'd be down, I'd be down. What about Jameis Winston?
1: Feel
2: like, hey, what would that do see, to you? That's the one thing I'm 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 hoping doesn't happen if Jameis Winston goes to Seahawks. Because then I'm actually gonna like root for the Seahawks <laughs> uh, on my downtime. And yeah, I'm not I was really wondering to that. Yeah, no, Winston, I feel like the he has a special place in my heart and I, I'm never going to be able to root against that guy. That's fair.
0: I feel like the worst thing for, uh, going back to Colin Colin Kaepernick really quick. The worst thing for his brand was, uh, when Madden started putting him back in the game. Cause now I hate Colin Kaepernick. Like <laughs> I, I, honestly like the whole, you know, all of the stuff that went down before, like I, I, I didn't really have a stance on it, but now I, I hate whenever I play Madden, and the quarterback in the Super Bowl is Colin Kaepernick. I'm like, you're not even on a team, <laughs> dude. Why are you? Why are you? He, are you t- he always gets picked up like the
2: second season. Like when you play it's your so first season, inaugural season in the game, you'll there won't be a Kaepernick. The next year, one of the teams always picks up Colin Kaepernick, and, and they're always, always one of the best into the playoffs. It's so annoying. I'm like, why is, is
0: this beast. team so good? Who's their stinking quarterback? Oh, it's Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> it's
2: Kaepernick who's rated eighty.
1: Who was in yeah. the league more and recently? And then
0: I'm like, oh, let me fix this. Let me make him 52
1: years old. <laughs> Who was in the league more recently, Kaepernick or Luck?
2: I think Luck. Yeah.
1: Is he in the Madden yeah, games? It was,
2: luck. It's a, it was around the same
0: time. I don't think Andrew Luck is even in Madden anymore. No, he's not. So Yeah. So why are you putting in Kaepernick? It was like <laughs> they, were him, they, were, they were trying to
2: appease him, dude. They they were trying to appease him, and I don't know. But, yeah, though no, it, was, it Uh, I'm not going to lie. I signed Kaepernick to my Madden team. Uh, (laughs) cheater. Cheater. Yeah, I I didn't want to be like I uh, first season, you know, I couldn't let him go to free agency. I had to sign him first season and then give him that extension, that fat extension. And then I just keep him on my bench. He doesn't even play. I just don't (laughs) want him playing for someone else.
0: (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but yeah going back to Jameis Winston is Jameis Winston still with the Saints or what's going on with that whole situation
2: I thought he was but now I've been been seeing his name out there for teams to go and grab so maybe he's a free agent I don't know I, I honestly thought that he was still with the Saints
0: would the Saints just rock with Taysom Hill if they trade him away or What's going on there? I feel like teams just keep getting getting themselves in weird positions where it's like, "Oh yeah, we'll trade our guy away, but who's who's your next guy?" Yeah. At a certain point, I, you're going to run out of good quarterbacks.
2: I think there's a lot of teams right now in this weird moment where they don't know what to do. Like they're like they're looking at their team and they're like they're not a championship. I mean, you look at the AFC, man. The AFC has so many championship caliber teams in it. That's one of the reasons why what we were talking about earlier, I don't know if Joe Burrow will make it back. Let's say within the next five years, he has to go through Josh Allen, uh, Russell Wilson, um, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Lamjack, Justin Herbert, Lamjack, all five of those teams he has to go through at least a couple of them every single year to get back to that Super Bowl. And will is it possible to do that? Yeah. Is it possible to beat one of those teams and then lose to the other guy? Yeah. like It might be a thing where we don't see Burrow back in Super Bowl for another ten years, and it's like why? It's like oh, because Mahomes and L- Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert and um, uh, Josh Allen and you, all these guys, you know, uh, Aaron, you know. Then you have on the other side Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know, man. I just feel like it's so tough. And then there's these other teams that know they're not And that; they they don't have that guy. And I think they're that like Washington and like the Colts and like all these people that are like, wait. I don't know what we're going to do next year. Like maybe let's just hope we can just trade a little bit and then plan for a couple years in the future. Like, are they, maybe everyone's trying to tank for Arch Manning.
1: <laughs> Is that the point they named him after, after the, the father, the, the, the grandpa, I guess gra- grandpa.
2: The, yeah. Uh, Peyton's dad. Yeah. Wow. But I think he's just going, like he hasn't even gone to college yet. So there, there's still a couple years out on him. That would be a pretty, Dang. pretty,
1: pretty deep tank. Dude, talk about expectations. But they might be setting themselves up. I mean,
2: who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, other than that, we we've seen a couple people sign here or there. I know uh, Mike Williams signed a pretty good extension with the Chargers mm-hmm. today. Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack got traded over to the Chargers. Huge. Um, what else have we seen, of There's there's been a couple. A lot of offensive tackles have been either being let go or you know I don't know if you guys have seen that, but the the um. Uh, the cowboys actually have let go two of their offensive linemen that like the reason the cowboys are the cowboys legit is their offensive the linemen and they've let two of them go like in the last couple of days Dang, so I I don't, don't know what they're that. doing yeah it's it's very interesting um i'm excited to see where von miller goes um i hear it's either going to be between i've heard three things i've heard the rams again denver and the bills, yeah, I think are like the uh the three spots i 've heard him land, and I, honestly, either one of those three, I obviously would lo- love to take him again, um but if he goes to any of the other two, going back to Denver would be cool for him, and then uh going to the bills would be sick because I, I I do enjoy the bills but what's going to happen
1: so. what 's going to happen with this Halloween party
2: <laughs> i'm glad that we, actually it might be good if he leaves before october i 'm glad that we <laughs> didn't really have that (laughs) that that time period with them. Yeah, because that that ruins a team. That Halloween party ruins a team.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I wonder if Von Miller is going to try to go and be uh, one of the few players to win three or more Super Bowls with different teams. It's a good goal. Because if he goes to the Bills and wins the Super Bowl with them, like how many people out there have gone and
2: won A Super Bowl with three different teams, like that's insane. Honestly, if I was a if I was a player of Von Miller's Von Miller, holy moly, uh, Von Miller's caliber. I was gonna say Miller's caliber, and I said Von Miller, but I would totally be a mercenary for sure, signing one year deals with the team I thought would be the best chance to win. I would take a little bit of a pay cut. I would just mercenary it up with one year deals and just ring chase. Like, why wouldn't you? I don't understand why more people don't do that. Um, I always do that in Madden towards the end of my career. I signed the two like big (laughs) ones and then I just signed one years everywhere because, you know, it's nice to have a little. uh, It's cool, you know, being able to go team to team and then win it. Like, I mean, I know in football it's hard to win, but I don't know. I feel like more people should do that. Either do that or stay with one team the whole time. I think that's super cool, too, when you're able to do that. Um, but if you do the whole thing where you, like, change teams once, it's like, eh. Yeah. If you're going to change teams, just just change teams you and broke just be the a seal. team changer. Yeah. yeah, just be a homie hopper and just hop, hop around all the different homies, uh, get them rings.
1: Yeah, because what happens is, like, you start to – your legacy kind of gets muddied with, like – well, what you know, what what should they be remembered as? Like, if if you take Peyton Manning for example, like he's definitely more of a Colt, but at the same time, people can debate. You know, he was he was you no, know, he's more of a Bronco. That's how I remember him. But if you take like someone like Michael Vick, he changed teams, but then he changed teams so many times after that that he's he's a Falcon. Like that's how he's remembered as because you know he was. I know he was. I think a Jet. He was a Steeler, um, an Eagle. So at, at that point, it's just kind of like you go to you go to enough teams to where the team you started. LaShawn McCoy, another example too. He's, he's in, and he, I know he signed a, a deal with the Eagles to, and when retire you're good there.
2: enough, like, like a LaShawn McCoy, when you're, you know, and you could produce for multiple teams. Frank Gore, same thing. He just started going around to all these different teams towards the end of his career. And when you're that good and you could produce for that fan base, the fan base like the Colts fans love Frank Gore. He was there for like one season, but the Colts fans love Frank Gore. Uh Frank Gore was great. The Niners fans love Frank Gore. Mm-hmm. The, you know, where did else did he go? He was in Miami or something. Like he's been in yeah, Miami, or, the Jets. The Jets, yeah. So he has all these fan bases that love, and all of a sudden, at the end of his career, you've been with five or six teams and you produce for all of them. Like you have so many people that love you without ever really you know, going out and having like enemy when you when you stay with one team for so long and then you betray them and you like go away from them to another team to try to build that dynasty. It's like the first team, like it hurts. It's like why would you leave us? Totally. True. Uh, so once you leave, you got to just keep leaving because yeah. then I think once you keep leaving, the the original home team is like, okay, they're just they that's just what they do. It's like we you know we had him the longest, you know, and then you could kind of like keep yep. that back, but if yep. You go to one more team and make it like a which team is my team type of thing? Like there's there could be some, some I mean, controversy there. It,
1: it doesn't even matter if it's only for a short minute, you know because like now it's Tampa Tom now. People think of him as like he was only there for two years, but he's so synonymous with that team because he brought them so much success and almost built a mini dynasty with the time he was there. But now, like to your point, that's a really good point. Because people should be talking about this more because I always liked Adrian Peterson a lot, but now that I can say he was a Seahawk, I'm like, I love Adrian Peterson
2: exactly exactly you get that guy um if OBJ does the same thing if OBJ would leaves if Von Miller like I just talked about Von Miller he came in we won the Super Bowl with him forever he will be on the team that the Rams won the Super Bowl I'm always gonna like Von Miller I used to love Von Miller on Denver because he's such a great player and now if he goes to a third team and he like does something with another team like that that team's gonna love him and he's just gonna have this like you know multiple cities if he goes back to Denver I think that'll be the only instance where they traded him. It's not like he left; like they traded him away, and then he goes back home and like stays with. Like that could be cool for him as well. So, for him, I think whatever decision he makes is gonna he's gonna have people happy.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a cool opportunity to reinvent yourself a little bit too. Like I think about Tyron Matthew, who he he's been on three teams now. The Chiefs are his third team. He was on the uh, Cardinals and the Texans. Yeah, I heard. You know, he's done with the Chiefs, which which sucks. You know, he was probably the best player on our defense uh, up there with like Chris Jones. But uh, I I know he used to talk about how like when he was in when he was with the Cardinals, he was the honey badger. You know, that's what everybody knew him as. But now that he's with the Chiefs, he's the landlord and rents due you know like he kind of gave himself like this different persona where he's older he's more serious he's a leader on the team and all that and so yeah it's even interesting to see like with Von Miller or you know OBJ these guys who are kind of bouncing around from team to team like what like what is their what is their thing now you know how do people know them now that they're on this new team so it's interesting to kind of follow all that stuff
2: yeah, no, I think free agency has been pretty I wouldn't say why I mean there's been a couple of trades that I, I literally was like speechless. We were talking about Noah I uh just being speechless over that Russell Wilson trade and the and the the definitely the Seahawks stuff was the most crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I think the Carson Wentz thing might have been the most crazy overall, because it doesn't make any sense. Um but We've yeah. We've also got Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Khalil that, Mack that was going to cool. the Chargers. And I, I honestly think that's a win for both teams, to be honest, because the Bears are that team that doesn't know what their future is. And having Khalil Mack on your team won't win you the Super Bowl. It'll be a nice piece, it's not going to win it for you. So the Chargers got that nice piece that's mm-hmm. going to help them. And they have that team already that can be in that mix. So that's really nice for the Chargers. But they got, like, the Bears getting those picks, like, that's really nice for the Bears. So I feel like in that situation, the Bears kind of. Won the trade and so, but so did the Chargers. Like that was a really good trade, I think, for both teams.
0: I swear, man, if the Raiders make like some big uh, headline-breaking trade in the next week, I'm gonna be so ticked. I'm gonna, what if I'm the gonna Raiders, be like, What is going on with the AFC West?
2: What if uh, Tom Brady comes to the Raiders? <laughs> that would be that'd be I insane. Dude. You quit football? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I might quit football if I was you.
0: Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd hop over to NFC at the very least.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, we, uh, hey, we, we did something last year. Um, the Tudor natives that have been with us for a while will we'll remember. We ranked every team, called, called it the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, it was our segment. But, but what you don't realize, what, what you got the natives realized because of last year, but the top category is actually MJB, which is Michael Jackson bad. So it's the good, the bad, the ugly, and the MJB up at the top. Um, we have to figure out our our rules with it this year. We, you know, we we had rules with it last year. We kind of stuck to them. We kind of, you know, did our thing. I was wearing a, a a Vikings hat on Sunday, and everyone was, you know, why are you wearing a Vikings hat? And I'm like, it's it's a thing I did with my podcast, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but. All right, guys, so this is it. This is the second annual Tutter Nation ranking list. Last year, we did it, um, and it was fun. It was cool. We had to wear some Vikings hats on Sundays and whatnot. Um, Noah made a super sick Tutter Nation Vikings hat. So I think that's what we're going to kind of do this year. So the rules are we rank them good, bad, and and ugly. Top of the ranking system is MJB, uh, Michael Jackson bad. So for that, you have to have 14 wins. 14 out of the 17 games, you got to have wins, um, we just put all these teams into a list and uh our MJB is you wanna give us a little drum roll, Noah? There it is. Chiefs, Packers, Bills, Rams. Um, that is our MJB for the year, and I feel like it's a good list. I feel like those I don't think all all four of those teams are gonna be fourteen win teams. But well, what we're saying is those are the teams, if there is 14-win teams, it's those guys.
1: Yeah, they're good. They're real good.
2: Cool. Uh, no objections. Let's go on to the next one. Um, and if you have any objections, please uh, get us on, DM us or comment on our Instagrams. Um, we, we want to, to fight with you guys on the rake. So <laughs> just let us know. Uh but the good category, this is 10 to 13 wins. If your team's gonna have 10 to 13 wins uh win <laughs> whims uh next year, these are gonna be you guys. Ravens, chargers, cowboys, niners, patriots, titans, Bengals, broncos. I'm actually very confident in that list. All of those people are gonna have between 10 and 13 wins next year.
1: Congrats, teams. Yeah,
2: the honest for me, the ones that I'm like most hesitant on are
0: Chargers, Broncos just because and honestly even chiefs for the mjb i just have no idea what's going to happen to the afc west this year it'll be yeah it'll be a fun one to watch
2: yeah no that's true they're going to be going against each other so that racks up some losses you know so yeah no it's going to be interesting but i still feel pretty confident with that list the next part is the bad the good the bad the ugly the bad for us is five to nine wins um if you're five to nine wins, you had a pretty bad season. You know, you at the nine wins, you're like, there's some hope for next year. And at the five wins, you know, there's sadness and yeah. you don't know really what's happening with your life. <laughs> it's kind of bad um, to mediocre. Yeah. For that, this is the, uh, the Seahawks, which again, Hey guys, this, this is the first time we're going through the list in the off season. We're going to do it again, maybe two more times. I think the final time is going to be right before the season gets off. and. Each time we're going to be each one of us will be able to change something about the list and then we'll lock it in for the final one. So Seahawks are bad Uh, five to nine Colts Browns Dolphins Bucks uh, pending a return of Tom Brady. If that happens, we'll have to change him around Um, Steelers Raiders the commanders inaugural season Bears Falcons Cardinals Eagles Vikings Lions Saints. That's a list. Uh, I'm not too confident in that list.
0: What team do you guys think from that list has the highest potential to surprise us and actually wind up being either good or potentially even MJB?
1: I there was one Vikings. That, yeah, Vikings. If depending on how Kevin O'Connell does over there, Cardinals.
2: I think Cardinal. I think the reason Cardinals are in that list has to do with the fact that they're in the NFC West and Noah and I both hate them. (laughs) Cause I think like they should actually probably be in the good and at week 11 last year, they were undefeated, you know? So it's, if this, if this went a little, a couple of those last uh, games of the season went a little different ways. Maybe we're talking about them a little differently right now. If they, if they came up with 13 wins last year, maybe we'd be like, okay, maybe they're, they're the real deal, but they, they pretty much lost out the last five games or something like that. So that wasn't uh it's not very compelling. Um, yeah, they did finish the in,
0: season. Uh-huh. They did finish the season eleven and six last year, which is pretty
2: good. So saying it's that it's pretty good, but it's also pretty bad when you started ten and zero. That's true. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair.
0: <laughs> like we'll, we'll see. will us start Time this we'll season sell. ten
2: and zero. Finish eleven and six. Like that's kind of what the Steelers did the year before that, and we all saw through their flaws. Um So. You know what I would love to see though? I'd love to see
0: the Lions wind up being a good team. Oh yeah, Lions. The get 10 Lions wins. could be
2: good next year. Ten to thirteen wins—that'll be a win for football.
0: Yeah, I'm still for very, sure. very much a Dan Campbell guy. Big so. time. Oh, for Let's sure. Go Lions.
2: For sure. Um, and then the final uh, category is ugly. That's less than five. This is the category where if any of these teams break through the ugly, we're gonna make some merch. Of that team uh, that has to do with Tutter Nation. Send us your money. Um, but it's literally the Jets. They're going to be below five wins. They don't have a good team. They don't have a good team. They don't have a good team. I think that's it. They just don't have a good team. So uh, the Jaguars, They the Jaguars might surprise. They have the first pick again. If they can get something going, if they can get like an offensive tackle or something that just completely gives Trevor Lawrence more time and maybe he's, you know, maybe this new coach is going to, do do some some damage so i think the jags mm. could could be good not good but they could be bad they could get out <laughs> of the ugly um, texans just with the whole deshaun watson thing they're they're pretty trash um giants i don't have much faith in the giants nah. at all and the panthers um an, another dumpster fire of an organization um i'm pretty confident in that list honestly as well
1: yeah, if we everyone you guys I want to hear what you think cuz I think I don't know why I just think with with Robert Sala, I think with Zach Wilson's second year, I think the Jets are a scrappy team that could maybe jump out of there. If I had to pick one team that could make the leap to from ugly to bad, I think I would go with them and I'm curious what you guys have.
2: I think Zach Wilson is going to be not playing football in the NFL in like 3 seasons.
1: Oh. You think he's gonna go to basketball, or just, or just—that's what I think, or just gonna hang in Utah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he should. I don't know, man. I just, I don't really see. He's an athlete, but that's about it to me. I think he's an athlete. Yeah, that played at BYU and hasn't played anyone important until the NFL, hmm. and he had a really hard time. Um, we'll we'll see this season if he just totally surprises me, then maybe I'll take it back. But I could see him this season being a dumpster fire again, them trying to move him next year, a team taking a chance on him because he was drafted second and he has some potential, and him being a dumpster fire over there. I, I think his his season, maybe not in three seasons, maybe that's too soon, I think his trajectory is sort of a Carson Wentz who was also drafted number two um, and you know has moved around the league a little bit. I think that is – but I think actually – Zach Wilson's worse than Carson Wentz.
1: It's hard once you've seen like what somebody can do. Like I, he looked good in college. He looked really, really good in the preseason. That's when I really was like Zach Wilson can play. But it's kind of hard. It's almost like the Mitchell Trubisky effect. It's like when you see them at their best, it's kind of hard to take those goggles off. I I mean I'm I'm hopeful for him. You're right. He's a great athlete. I think Robert Saul is a capable coach, and. I think the Jets have just been bad for so long and I kind of want to see I mean actually during the season I I kind of wanted them to switch to Mike White cuz that was fun to watch but you know I don't know They're just there's just something about them that that seems like know. Uh, they could really the fact that they beat the Bengals and like the Titans is just a little bit there's a little bit more there than we're seeing. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, that's true. They 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 had a couple big wins last year. I did enjoy Mike White. I always think of like the white stripes <laughs> uh whenever I hear his name and uh yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I just think he's horrible, so he's probably going to be out of the league in a couple of years. With what Troy
0: was saying, I feel like you were perfectly describing what happened with Sam Darnold, and so the fact that Zach Wilson was the quarterback to replace Sam Darnold, I feel like the Jets are just running in circles, you know, and they're just going to keep on they going have been through for a this while, loop of mediocrity, you know? Yeah. So until they show us anything different, the Jets are an ugly team to me. They are. I think they uh, are. Yeah, I think the Panthers, though, that could be a team that actually you know surprises us and winds up getting into the bad category, just because of what is going on with that division, right? No quarterback for the Bucks. Super confused quarterback situation with the Saints and new head coach there. The Falcons are the most consistent team right now for the NFC South, and even then, it's like. Uh, what are they going to do with Matt Ryan? Are they a good team? No one really knows. So yeah, I think the Panthers. I say we. I say potential. everyone
2: on the Falcons just like bet on the team to win, and then they use all that extra money, um, to buy more players. Are you are talking about like a Ponzi scheme? Are you talking about Calvin Ridley? We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. We we could get into that a little bit maybe on our next episode. But I thought it was hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the uh, all the Eagles fans started. Trying to out Jalen Rager for um betting on his team as well. See. They were saying there's no way he could be that bad. He must be dropping <laughs> balls on purpose. Jalen so Rager. So look into his betting history. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious, but um, but yeah. Sweet. All right. So that was our list. Go ahead and um go follow us on Instagram. Give us some uh like our stuff, share our stuff. We uh we've been a little a little lacking, not gonna lie, we've been a little lacking on the Instagram game, but we haven't been posting uh, our episodes and everything as well. So just go ahead and uh, give us a review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Um, we love you guys. We're TED Nation. We out.